Hey, before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to let you know that our course and coaching program called Youth Ministry Growth Accelerator now offers a three-month and six-month payment plan, which makes enrolling easier than ever. Just head over to growyouryouthministry.com and sign up today. And as an added bonus, if you join by Friday, May 17th, we're offering a free student leadership launch workshop, which will help you build and launch your student leadership team from the ground up. I can't wait to see you in the program so we can start accelerating the growth of your youth ministry today. All right, let's get into the episode. Today, we're talking about the most fun and memorable games to play at your next camp. And make sure you check in the description below for free resources. Hey, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Ministry Coach Podcast, where we bring you weekly tips and tactics to help you fast track the growth and health of your youth ministry. My name is Jeff Lascola. This is Kristen Lascola. And we just came off of the last two weeks where we talked about prepackaged camps versus DIY camps, and last week where we talked all about DIY camps so that you can do your own if you dare. If you dare. We've talked some people out of it. (laughs) I saw a comment on our YouTube episode and um, they're like, thanks for the episode. Totally not doing that. It's like, hey, that is learning though. If you learn and you're like, now I know what I don't want to do, amen. (laughs) Because then you're confident in what you do choose. Right. You know, you know, you made the right choice. Yeah. So make sure that you guys hit like and subscribe if you get a lot of value out of this episode, which is all about camp games, best games for camp. And you know what? These... We have a lot. I think we have like 14 games I'm going to try to fly through. But even if you're not in camp season and you happen to stumble across this episode, that is okay because these can be played at a beach day. They can be played at youth group, you know, some of them. lake day. Yeah. Just these are some like of your uber fun games to have in your back pocket for an event such as camp, whatever you want to use them for. But These are my go-to games for camp, so use them however you'd like. So we broke them up into some categories for you, and we're going to run through them. So let's start with night games. There is nothing more fun than night. Like, that's why camp is so fun, is like, you think the day's over. Like, we used to pretend, like, with the kids, like, (laughs) all right, guys, message is over like go and get your pjs it's on it's 8 30 yeah gotta go we'll to see bed. you and you know and then we would like surprise them with just kidding we're gonna play a night game and they'd like lose their minds and you know <laughs> it was super fun so i have two night games for you for camp number one is called leader hunt and the best way to do this one is to split your teams by small groups So I always am up for a game where the small groups are the team because it's like a team building, like relational kind of vibe anyways. Right. So maybe you just did small groups and then they get in their black and they get all ready to go and get their flashlights and then they meet you back and you explain that some, you can have all your leaders hide or you can just have a few of your leaders hide. And this is where you can get as creative as you want to be. It can just be like, Jeff is my leader and Jeff is hiding. Or you can theme it out. One year we did a Candyland theme. <laughs> I was grandma nut and I like had the whole outfit and I was <laughs> hiding. Yes. The, I did not know The that. peanut brittle lady. Okay. I'll take your the word game. for it. 
we had like the frosting princess, whatever her name is, the licorice <laughs> guy. And we were all hiding all over the place. And so the point is that you hide somewhere. You tell the kids the boundaries, but you're hiding. They have to find you. And every small group might have like a list. And when they find you, you sign it. And when they get all the signatures, they go back or whoever can get the most signatures within a certain amount of time mm -hmm. or whatever. So if you want to make it really fun, like I would never just like sign the paper. I was like fully in character. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, what are you kids doing out here in the middle of the night? Well, I'm not just going to do this. I need everyone. Do you know the Macarena? I'd like <laughs> to see you do it. And so then they would do the Macarena yeah. and then I'd sign it. So you just kind of like stall them up a little bit. So you might not have some leaders hide really hard. Some hide kind of more easy to give kids because some leaders like, especially my young ones, they get like really intense. They're like, nobody's going to find me, right. you know, but then make sure you have some other leaders like, you know, so anyways, that is leader hunt. That is a really fun game. Kids love running around at night. Everyone's screaming. It's super fun. Another really fun night game is called operation night scramble. And we've actually played this at youth group. So this could be a youth group game or a camp game, whatever you want, but you're going to need a ton of glow sticks. Yeah. If you guys are looking for anything, any of the materials that we're going to talk about tonight, check in the description below and all that stuff. There'll be links for those. So if you can't find them on your own, you can always find them there. Yeah. A little easy shopping trip for you. So while you're explaining the game, have your leaders grab the glow sticks, uh, obviously break and shake and <laughs> then go and hide them. Okay. And then I usually do like boys versus girls, but you can do whatever you want. You can do small groups. You can do Sometimes at camp, you already have teams, like mm. whatever your four teams are for camp. And then you just need one bucket per team. And it needs to be very clear which bucket corresponds to which team. No matter how many times I tell them what bucket is theirs, they're so confused. <laughs> but basically, they go out. They try to find the glow sticks. They can only carry one back at a time. They put it back in their bucket. But here's the challenge is that your leaders are running loose and they capture and stall your students. So if you, if a student gets captured by a leader, which basically means tagged, mm -hmm. sometimes I give my leaders these sock weapons to hit kids with. And they're like really long, like tube socks filled with a balled up another sock. And then you just <laughs> kind of like whip it around. And the more you whip it over time, it just gets really long and you hit kids with it. Yeah. Same idea would be like a pool noodle or yeah. something like that. Basically, because if you use dodgeballs to tag, then you have to go fetch your dodgeball. And That's it's really annoying. That's the worst part about using dodgeballs. It's balls. like you like go to hit them and then you miss and then they get away. You're like, excuse me, I got 50 yards to go pick exactly. up the dodgeball. And I have a horrible aim, so I usually <laughs> don't hit them. So a pool noodle or the homemade sock weapons, you're welcome to use that. You tag a kid, they have to stop, they have to surrender their glow stick, and then maybe they have to do like 10 jumping jacks yeah. or something like that. And the best socks to use are those soccer ones that are already like super long. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yes. of. Yeah, that like go up to your shins right. or your knees or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Um, my leaders love those. And you can like really like really like hit people and it doesn't hurt, <laughs> right. you know, and that's the fun part. So yeah, Operation Night Scramble. And then the, the team that gets the most glow sticks back in their team's bucket when the timer is up, when the siren goes, whatever, that team wins. And you could play a couple of rounds. You could have your leaders go rehide them or whatever. But that one is definitely a hit with our kids. 
And so the next category we're going to go to is field games. So these are the ones that you typically think of at camp as like out on a grass field, Mm -hmm. rec games, you know, that we all remember. We have five for you on this category. One is dodgeball because I just have to mention it. Dodgeball. It's fun and it works great at camp. You already know how to play. We're not going to waste any time on if, that. If you're headshots not, count. <laughs> if you're not playing dodgeball and you have a youth group, or do you really have a youth group? But some might say youth groups are more than dodgeball. Hey, oh! that's true. Hey, Josh Griffin. <laughs> uh, am <D-Y-M>, yo. <laughs> so, okay. And you can play variations of yeah. dodgeball. You don't have to just do the regular old thing. But here's my thing. Especially if you're playing with gator balls or like the soft nerfy kind right. of balls. They'll come up, do headshots count? And I say, yes, headshots count. <laughs> you are in middle school or high school. Headshots for sure count. Now, if it's excessive roughness, of course I will intervene. But if you just happen to get a little lob on the head, don't be a baby. And, <laughs> no. This is for I, the youth pastors. This isn't for the students. So. <laughs> I'm taking a rubber, a wet rubber ball to the eye. <laughs> Okay, I could not open my eye for like 10 minutes. Okay, so you can get a gator ball lobbed at your head. You're fine. You're fine, seventh grader. All right, moving on from dodgeball. One of our favorite games. Ooh, and I like to play this game like on a dirt field because all the dust gets kicked up. Flag tags. So if you have um, different colored, just like what you would use for flag Flag football, football, the flag belts. Yeah. Is that what they're called? You obviously differentiate by team. You could do it two teams. You can do it four teams, however many you have. Basically, you cone off an area, put the kids in there with their belts on, and it's go. (laughs) And there's no boundaries other than you can't leave the square. But it's not like each team is on a certain side. It's just like you blow that whistle, and it is like... There's moments where I'm like, this is why I love my job and watching them play flag tag. We do this when we go whitewater rafting and the dust gets all kicked up and it's just like mayhem (laughs) and nobody gets hurt because it's not a violent game, but it's just so energetic and hype. It's so fun. Turn on some good tunes with that one (laughs) and have a blast. You know, it'd be fun if they made glow in the dark ones. That would be really cool. And then you could play at night, but yes, flag tag. Um, obviously most flags pulled, that team wins, right? You can time them. You can play lots of rounds, rotate people in, whatever. It's a great time. Another great field game. This one's short, but sweet. Get your drone ready, ladies and gentlemen, because it is time for a color war. So what we do, we're going to put that link below uh, to the color powder we buy. Um, It's worked great in the past. Basically, if you're going to do this at camp, make sure you add to your packing list to bring an old white shirt or something that they don't mind getting dirty, some old jeans, old shoes, um, because it's going to get messy. But oh my gosh, such great for the drone footage alone or for, I mean, if you don't have a drone, fine. If you just do the slow motion on your phone, (laughs) it's great. You see kids running and all of a sudden it's like... And then this like huge cloud (laughs) of all of this stuff goes. Now, there is no winner or loser in Color War necessarily. It's just just like super fun. So here's how we do it. You pick your colors. You can do like yellow team does yellow, purple team does purple, however you want to do it. We like to fill up um, trash cans with the stuff. So Mm. it's kind of like the consistency of flour. You pour it in the trash cans and then kids can grab handfuls and just you know throw it at each other some people like to do pre-packaged where you kind of have it in like little 
like a nylon ball or something okay. like that and you can throw it. But I think there's just, different ways to just do it. grabbing it out of a bucket or a trash can, I think that's just the easiest way well, to do it. And, and I feel like I wouldn't want to add any more work exactly. to it because it's so fast. It's like, hey, dump the stuff in a trash can. You guys go at it. Let's right. get some great footage. It'll be so fun and everyone's a mess and taking pictures yeah. afterwards and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like that novelty, fun hype thing. It So don't make it any more work than it right. has to be because it's like, I've spent two hours filling these nylon things and then you guys threw them at each other and later, that was it's it. Over. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a quick, quick game, but yeah. super fun. Um, another one of our favorite field games, again, this is a spectator's dream. It is called Kajabi Can Can. You probably are familiar with it, or maybe your insurance policy is familiar <laughs> with it because it can get a little dangerous, but um, best played on a grass field or in the sand for a beach day or whatever. Definitely don't play it on any hard surfaces, yeah. but you can use a variety of things for the center. So one of my favorite things actually to use is a yoga ball, mm. like a big giant one, especially if we're in sand because it stays really well. And if kids hit it, it's not, you don't get hurt because mm-hmm. a lot of times we've played with like a trash can or something and not that anyone's gotten hurt, but it you, you just take a little more of a impact with yeah. something like that. So basically everyone gets in a circle and they're holding, how, how long would you say those ropes are? I would say they're about 24 inches, two feet between oh, you know, wow. each person. But once you tie wow. a knot, like maybe a foot and a half. Okay. So everyone's grabbing onto one. So if I'm holding one, you're holding, holding the, other the other end. end. And I'm holding one with this hand. And somebody, so you go all them around a circle and right. you guys are connected by these two ropes. feet, 18 inch ropes. Yeah. Yeah. So I then, like them to be a little bit long though, because then you got to get the more of the whippy motion. If <laughs> yeah. they're too close, I don't feel like you get That's that. That's true. That's a good point. So the goal is you want to get other people to hit the trash can without you yourself hitting the trash can. So the way this could work for a team game is you just say there's eight people playing at a time, four people per team. Mm -hmm. If you have more than two teams, do three, three, and three or something like that. Two, two, and two, whatever. If you have four teams, two people per team playing at a time. So you're trying to, and don't put people of the same team next to each other. So you try to get other people to hit the ball or the trash can or whatever is in the middle. If you hit it, you're out. If you touch it in any way, or if you let go of one of your ropes, you're out. So we've seen kids like full on like launch over because they don't want to hit it, (laughs) you know, be dragged on the ground, all kinds of stuff. It ends up getting really competitive. One rule that I do have for this game is I like to keep girls with girls and boys with boys because I feel like it could get a little rough, um, you know, on the girls. Although I have some girls that are probably bigger than the boys. But (laughs) um, and then also don't miss an opportunity to do a leader round for this game because (laughs) that is a whole lot of fun. All right. So the last field game we have for you is I don't know what to call it, but it's earth ball game. Okay. I don't know if we actually call it anything. You know, not every game needs a title, okay? (laughs) The Earth Ball Game. So basically, you set up some back lines of cones. You could do it, you know, just two back lines or do a square for four teams, however you want to do it. And you have every team line up on their back line. The Earth Ball, those big giant gymnastics balls or... I've heard them called cage balls too, so... Which they don't fit in a cage, a ball cage. Maybe it's a big cage. 
You get in the ball, you're in a cage. Could be. It caged you. Anyways. I don't think so. So you put the ball in the middle and then you blow the whistle. The kids run at it and they want to push it over the back line of the other teams. Right. Any line that's not, any back line that's not theirs. Right. And once that happens, then that team is eliminated. Mm -hmm. And then you go down, down, down till obviously you have one on one. And then, or if you're only playing two teams, you can keep going back and forth and just get like points scored okay. for each one more rapidly. So that is a super fun game. And also another great game for footage. I hope you guys listened to our last episode about having a camp videographer or Hey, just some kid on their phone, right. at least get some footage <laughs> of this stuff and then edit it later into a video. But this is another game that's super fun to watch because once they run out that ball, you know, from like opposing sides right. and it goes up or whatever. It's just, it's really fun. So now we're going to go to our up in front games. And these games can be played like at a morning chapel. If you like to have like a little game before you do worship and the message, or they're great for your night chapel too. Same thing. First one is called don't forget the lyrics. So there's some different variations of how you can play this one. And I've mentioned this on a previous episode, but what we like to do is before camp, we like to film our own music videos. <laughs> so we'll take a day with our leaders and we'll dress up in all kinds of crazy costumes. So for example, we did All Star by Smash Mouth. And so me and my leaders are in the parking lot. We're wearing jerseys and we're walking like in slow motion lip syncing the song. Like we're making our own music video. Then we get in my car, the chorus starts, and then that's when it goes black. So what is going to happen that night when your kids volunteer for this game? Obviously you have your different teams. We have them start off stage in the very back of the room. We play the video, our smash mouth. Hey, now you're an all-star. Oh, pause. They run as fast as they can up to the stage, buzz in. We give them the mic and they have to finish the lyric. Mm -hmm. And if they do it correctly, we we play the next part of the video because the video will continue. And then everyone sings along and it's so fun. Or if they get it wrong, we give the other team a chance to answer mm -hmm. correctly and then do the same thing, play the rest of the song. So this game just takes a little bit of prep. The music video part, yes, it's a little bit of work, but it is <laughs> so fun. And what a great way to spend some time with your leaders, just being fun and obnoxious. Yeah. One way I like to do it is after church, I just say, hey, meet me in the junior high room after church. I'll buy you guys lunch. I'll go and like get a bunch of burritos or sandwiches or something. We eat and then we start um, filming. So just a little bit of prep time. Tell them like, hey, wear this or we're doing this song like we did Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So I said, hey, bring these kinds of clothes and pick your locations ahead of time yeah. so that you're ready to go. And not to overwhelm you, it, it's not as hard. I mean, because these are low budget films, right? Like you don't need a whole lot. But um, when the kids see you guys on the screens, they get like super excited mm -hmm. and you don't need a lot. Like you don't need a game to go 30 minutes. So right. do four two one Sunday to another Sunday you know, no problem. Or if your leaders are really enthusiastic and they want to do more without you, like go for it. Right. So don't forget the lyrics. Super fun. Another one. This is a classic camp up in front game is the talent show. <laughs> and this is one that we like to prep kids ahead of time. So definitely don't do this the first night 
pick the night of camp that you're going to do it and um, let kids think about a little bit. Let that camp high settle in. Everyone's feeling confident. Everyone's feeling ready to go. And then have them sign up with you and tell you what song they're going to do or whatever so you can get that ready on your Spotify and just make sure it's appropriate, obviously. So it's always good to know ahead of time what they're yeah. doing. So we'll ask them, hey, what's your group name? And they'll be like, the Justin Bieber girls wow. or whatever. Or the Chick-fil-A girls. That was a real there one last year. So the Chick-fil-A girls, and then we have their song. And then the night of, we really hype it up. We have a great MC, someone who's really funny and dry. And then we have three judges in the back who each have a different personality. So pick leaders to do that, that are like really fun or can get into a certain character. We used to have a guy named uncle Steve and he (laughs) would just like would watch a performance and then like kind of rip it apart, go like, but he would like go on a tangent. Like, you know, um, I was at work the other day and like, it's just like that had nothing to do with anything, but it's just this comedic fun vibe and uh and yeah some of those characters make repeat visits throughout the year yeah. uncle steve was around for a while um shazam grandma tunny mm-hmm. anyways so, so many yeah so the judging the emceeing you know that the whole night is just super fun and super entertaining so the last up in front game we have for you is another super entertaining game I love this for night chapel and it is called take a chance, do a dance. So basically you're going to have two or three people per team come up and the MC is going to ask a question, some kind of trivia question. You can make it any theme you want. Um, you can theme it up with your camp theme or do something totally separate. And the first person to buzz in has the opportunity to answer the question. If they answer correctly, they get the points. If they answer incorrectly, it now goes to their opponents If they answer it, they get the points. If they cannot answer it, then it goes back to the original buzzer and not all hope is lost because that original person can now take a chance and do a dance, (laughs) meaning that it becomes now a dance off. So both teams have answered incorrectly, but if they dance off, And whichever, like you use the same judges thing from like the talent show, Mm -hmm. each team gets to do, I don't know, maybe a 20 second dance. You put on a song, they don't know what's coming and they do a dance and whichever one does it better then that's the one who and better gets is the subjective because they're either going to be really good or really cringeworthy. And it's a win-win either way. Yes, it is. Absolutely. So then they get the points that they would have gotten, you know, for answering the question. We all get a good laugh and <laughs> it is super fun and entertaining. That is a staple at our winter camps, especially that's a fun one. Okay, so let's move on to water games because if you listened last week, you know, you got to have water at summer camp. <laughs> we went through some examples of water. So this is one that I absolutely love. It is called Ultimate Steel the Bacon Water Edition. So this can be played on land, but it can also be adapted for water. So basically, you want to have a leader take anything, an inner tube most likely, out to a certain point in your body of water, whether it's a pool or a lake, they go out to a certain point, not like ridiculously far. Mm -hmm. We're not like 
training for the Olympics, but not too close, like that sweet spot. And you might want to start a little on the closer side so that as the game goes, you can put it further and further and further out. So this leader is out there with a inner tube. Then you have all your teams numbered. So if the yellow team has their 10 people, the green team has their 10 people, they all number them one through 10. So every person on that team knows that they're identified by a number that you get your bullhorn or whatever you're using your PA system and you yell out number two and number two from each team runs down the beach or whatever, jumps in the water, swims as fast as they can to grab the inner tube and drag it back to their team. If the other team member tries to steal it from them, all the better. That's why it's called steal the bacon. So they're trying to steal it from them in the water. It turns into a tug of war situation, turns into a dragging situation. (laughs) Um, Obviously have your lifeguard handy. We've never needed that for this game. You know, usually one person just gives up because they get too tired. Um, another great game to have a leader round for, um, obviously the one who gets it back to the shore or back to their cone or whatever first gets a point for their team. Um, and then as the game goes, you can, um, like I said, push it further and further to make it more challenging, but that is one of our favorite water games. And then you could do the same thing on land. They would just run to it and pull it. So it's like those big black rubber inner tubes are the ones that work the best. Do not do one of those plastic inflatables from like Walmart or something because it will be gone on the very first run because they will <laughs> pop it and destroy it, which is a good reminder. Always have backup game supplies when you're at camp because yeah. how big of a bummer if your inner tube, again, use those big black rubber ones, the really heavy duty ones. But if for some reason, some kid's like, what is this? And stabs it with a stick like, oh, well, our whole game is gone. So have a couple for each for each game. So the other great water game we love is obviously the belly flop competition. And you want to give them some time to prepare. There are some incredible belly flop and create. So that's what you do. You pick some categories. So like height creativity and teamwork, or I don't know, you, yeah. what was what, execution, execution I think is one of them. style, yeah. you know, you pick the different categories. And then again, with our judges, we have leaders hold up numbers for each belly flop. And then, you know, we total their points, but we've had costumes right. and music and, and that's the best part because anybody, well, you hope anybody could do a belly flop. Right. It's what can you add to it? What production value can you add to it? It's so fun. It's a really, and that's been like tale as old as time. You know, I'm sure you all have seen or been a part of that. And then one of the most fun water games I've ever played at a camp um, was like King of the Hill Water Edition. So they, this was going to take a little bit of prep, but um, if you have the time and money and desire, I would highly recommend it. It was the, like I've been to camp for 17 years, this is the one I remember. Yeah, it was exciting. Um, this was at a prepackaged camp, so this wasn't my idea. I just watched it. But they had like... A mountain God, of inner tubes. Yeah, I was going to try to guess together. the number. At least like... 25? Uh, something like that, probably. Okay, they had a lot of inner tubes. And All yeah. inner 
mingled and tied together to make it just one giant pile of inner tubes floating in the water. Like a mountain. Yeah. Because it's, oh, king of the hill. Like a hill. King of the <laughs> hill. Uh, so, and then up above it was a rope that was tied to, I think, poles. Uh-huh. This, this would be the harder thing based on where you're That's what I was going to say. At. You could just set, like it was a rubber chicken yeah. or whatever, a baton. You can do whatever you want. But something needs to be on the top of that. It could even be a ball. Yeah. You know, if you could rest it in the inner tube. It's just something that can stay on top right. of the very top inner tube. I wouldn't do the rope and hanging thing. That's, That's a so complicated. Yeah. Well, they were at a pool, so it was right. easy because they could use the sides of the pool so the yeah, so the rubber chicken in this example was tied from that rope. So they had to get to the top of that mountain or hill of inner tubes and then reach up to grab that rubber chicken. But yeah. as long as you had something that yeah could stay up top, because you wouldn't want kids to start climbing on it and then it falls off because that right. defeats the purpose. That's probably why they had it hanging there, right? So that it wouldn't fall off. So it same idea with the numbers you know you call a number and that number per team they have to climb up the first one to get the item and drag it down and get it back to their team gets a point and it's hard because the people are clawing at you and you know it's right hard to get your footing anyways but it's so funny to watch it is it is like one of the best games i've ever seen so (laughs) those are our water games um and then Just one last little random game. I'm sure you all have played Nine Square. I would recommend bringing that up with you to camp because that was a great free time game for us. We disassembled it, threw it in the trailer, brought it up with a ball. And when kids are kind of hitting that lull of like, we've had free time, I don't really know what to do. They can get in line for Nine Square and... That was kind of a fun community builder for just like an afternoon, like hanging out. So, or bring, I mean, this goes without saying, but just bring random stuff like horseshoes or Frisbees or spike ball or hand jam. I don't know. Just like make sure you have enough of that random kind of stuff going on for people to just play at leisure, not necessarily a planned game. And those are your... 14 camp games. Yeah, Like we mentioned before, all the materials are in the description below. So you can go ahead and click on those if you need any of those. And also, if you want the PDF of all these games, just send us an email at ministrycoachpodcast at gmail.com. And we can send all those over to you so that if you weren't taking notes this entire time, don't worry, we've already done it for you. Oh, we're so nice. Easy peasy. Well, thank you guys so much. Question of the day. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. See, I almost forgot again. I wrote it down. Okay. Question of the day is, what food can you no longer eat because of an incident? Ew, I don't like that. (laughs) Like incident. Okay, who wants to go first? Go ahead, ladies first. Okay, so mine is, well, okay, so I'm vegan anyways, so I don't eat meat. But this happened before. You said that so valley girl. I'm like vegan (laughs) anyways. Like, just to put that out there, you guys. Well, because I knew if I said it, my friends were going to be like, what are you talking about? You wouldn't eat that anyways. But this is before I went vegan. I can't eat lunch meat anymore (laughs) because one time at work, our high school pastor had some lunch meat in the fridge and he referred to it, or maybe I referred to it. Someone said this (laughs) phrase, skin sheets. (laughs) And we were like, oh my gosh, 
That is what it looks like. It looks like sheets of skin, sheets of skin in the fridge, ham, turkey. It was like the perfect color of his skin, our (laughs) skin in general. And it was like, that is disgusting. And now it just looks like someone has skin sheets in the fridge and I can't handle it. (laughs) And so like, yeah, I just, that's, that's the end of lunch meat. Well, mine goes back to when I was seven years old at a birthday party and all my friends were sitting around a table. It was in the middle of summer. It was hot. We were all running around. I didn't see it actually happen. I saw the aftermath, but one of my friends apparently got sick and his brother actually, and both of them uh, barfed on the cake and it was (laughs) the 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 consistency of cottage cheese. So needless to say, cottage cheese was out. I can do it now. But the memories are still there. That's memory burn. That was that was when I was seven. So wow, yeah, that was traumatic. It was <laughs> ruined my okay, cake. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. The worst part is why on the cake. You know, I think we still cut off the parts that didn't oh, have any on there. Stop. I'm not, I don't remember. Maybe we oh, did. Maybe we did. The smell alone, cheesy yeah. barf is the worst. <laughs> There is a certain cheesy bark smell and it's it's burned in everybody's mind. Yeah. And on that note, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Make sure you go back and watch the previous two episodes, DIY Camp versus Prepackage Camp, and then the DIY Camp playbook to get you set up with all your checklists of everything you need to do. And now you guys have the Trifecta games for your camp. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.